Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT. And I will not fight. TNT. I'm a power load. TNT. Watch me explode. <laughs> well, good evening and welcome to the Andrea K Show. Super excited to be here yet again, daily with you, dynamite on your drive home here during the commuting drive time hour in San Diego. No doubt those of you sitting out there in, on the freeways here in Southern California are frustrated bumper to bumper. But you know what? Just think think of it as just a great opportunity to sit here and chat with me and some of my closest peeps out here. People listening everywhere on Facebook and, and watching on Facebook Live. Love you all there. Follow me on Twitter as well at Andrea K Show. And you know what? Since I'm live every day here, even if you're in your car, remember this number because I would love, love, love to chat with you live. Call me Tell me what's on your mind. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. If you're curious about what we talked about on last night's show, don't worry. You didn't miss it. You can always find it because we are, in addition to being here live on AM 1170 every day and streaming on AM 1170theanswer.com, we're also on a variety of other different ways that you can listen, like the iHeart.com or a site or the iHeartRadio app. And I'll keep giving other ways that you can listen throughout the show. Hey, so much to cover on today's show. You're going to want to stay tuned because I've got none other than the queen of all things California. Katie Grimes is going to be on the show here to continue the conversation about all the crazy that's going on in here in California because it actually involves everybody throughout the nation. We're going to be talking about gun control. The whole show is really about out of control. It's out of control with what's going on, not just here in California, but now what's going on out of control with Trump and Steve Bannon. Also out of control is the new laws taken over involving taking away our control over our lives in terms of, of the Second Amendment. Meanwhile, it's out of control, the, the pot that their the recreational use that's going to have citizens continue to be out of control. We're going to cover all of that here, but I got to start. you know something? What? No sound. What? You, oh, you know what? I forgot. How could I do this? How could I forget to say thank you for sharing this hour with me? None other than speaking of out of control. It's producer DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs> he is out of control. But you know what? I kind of like that. Um, but speaking of out of control... Um, you know, there's many people today that have refused to talk about this feud or the alleged feud or whatever has gone on between Steve Bannon and Donald Trump because they feel like it feeds the left. I'm going to talk about it here because I'm aggravated by it. It annoys me. And let me tell you why. Um, I didn't know much about Steve Bannon. Or I didn't care that much about Steve Bannon. I knew he was associated with Breitbart back during the primaries and the general election. I defended Breitbart against the ridiculousness of this alt-right accusations. Um, but Breitbart was a friend of President Trump and during the primaries and the general election. And that's one reason why I had Matthew Boyle many times. He was a friend of the Andrea K. Show and was on pretty much every other week. Uh, he's the Washington editor of Breitbart. Um, so Breitbart, nevertheless, was absolutely friendly to President Trump. And, and I do think that they did help with getting President Trump elected. Um, I, and I was pleased to see that Steve Bannon, even though I didn't know much about him, was uh, brought in to be an advisor. One of the things that I said... Uh, immediately after the election with President Trump, I said expectations. we got to set reasonable expectations. Everybody needs to understand that he faces two opposition parties. And that means that he's not going to be able to fulfill every campaign promise and or it's not going to look exactly like he said that it would look. Was that how did Steve Bannon not understand that? Because it seems as though he didn't have some pro some proper expectations about what was going to happen. But I tell you, I've got expectations about those who are asked to have the honor of serving in the White House. And my expectation is whether it's serving in the President Trump or really any other president. You don't go to the White House and give up some sloppy, nasty kisses and then go write a tell-all as soon as you walk out the door. And oh, by the way, coincidentally, it seems as though as soon as Bannon walked out the door, that's when the leaks stopped. I don't know if, if there was any connection there or not. But I'm really disappointed. That Steve Bannon, who after he left said that his that he felt that he could do more to support President Trump, to support therefore the will of the people, to support President Trump's and the people's agenda outside of the White House, and and I thought good, I'm all for that because I, <clears throat> I do think 
that while it was clear that President Trump was making mistakes, of course he was. He was an outsider. He had, of course, it was sloppy in the transition. This was a man who came from the business world. He didn't have the uh, some entire political machine to help him the day he stepped into the White House. So of course he, of course he made mistakes. But but if Bannon, when he left, if he felt like he needed to write some tell-all expose, you know, and I don't know because I haven't read the book, but I can tell you what I've heard that what's in it. To me, helping President Trump and helping put forth the pe- people's agenda is not in a tell-all that talks about what Ivanka says about his hair and about whether or not he and Melania sleep in the same bedroom in the White House or whether or not he feels like his food might be poisoned, so that's why he likes to eat at McDonald's. Okay. And I certainly don't like to hear the word treason used. And he says he's tweeted out today, Bannon tweeted out today saying that that was out of context, meaning that he's not denying that he said it. Right now, we've got, we've got, and where was the tell-all against, if he wants to do a tell-all against any Republican, how, why isn't it a tell-all an expose of the opposition party that is the Republican Party, and in particular, what their complicity is in this ridiculous witch hunt of a Mueller investigation? We've got Manafort, who was shaken down at 4 a.m., and, and he's, he's filed a lawsuit today, you know, against this Mueller investigation because he's clearly overstepped his bounds. And Mueller should, and he's, as he says in his lawsuit today, that Mueller should have never been appointed. It, this, his appointment was illegal. The whole thing was mishandled. And, but, but meanwhile, Bannon's going to do some expose on Trump and his hair. How about today? Congressional leadership saying, gee, we seem to have written proof now that there was, what's the term for it? Um, that there was, um, irregularities in the email investigation of Hillary Clinton. Really? Oh, they're just now finding proof of that? Where's the expose on that? You know, I don't have a problem with, I, I, as you all know here, I am an equal opportunity criticizer. I have no problem in somebody holding every elected official, including President Trump, accountable for the promises that they make on the campaign trail. It is, it, President Trump inherited a mess. He faces two opposition parties. Of course, he's gone in there and surrounded himself with family members that might not necessarily represent the, the people's agenda. He and, 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 and what happens that you get sucked in as soon as you get into D.C. by that establishment. I have no problem with Bannon wanting to hold President Trump's feet to the fire and criticize him where criticism is due. But this doesn't seem to be serving that. And meanwhile, while we have so much at stake in our nation, we've got protests going on in Iran where we have an opportunity as a nation to turn back the tide on radical Islam in the world. We've got this crazy man in in North Korea threatening us with nukes. We've got corruption at the core of this nation, and it is 90% on the left, and you see what's happened with all the scandals in the, in the Obama administration involving Fast and Furious, the IRS scandal, the email scandal, uh, the Benghazi scandal, all that. Nobody's been held to accountable for that. Uranium One. We need to be focused as a party on putting forth the people's agenda. That's what the focus should be. But I'm curious to know what you guys have. If you, if you think I'm wrong, because a lot of people are thinking that, that we shouldn't even be giving this any oxygen or even talking about it, call me. Tell me that I'm wrong. You know, I, I, I can take it. I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Uh, speaking of, of, of criticism, uh, a, a real criticizer in chief himself, not of, of the left, not, never, never have heard him come out and publicly chastise and excoriate anybody on the left. Um, particularly when even when he was running for president in 2012 against a, a Marxist in chief at the time in which a cynical cover up involving the deaths of Americans. At no point did Mitt Romney come out in 2012 and even in halfway excoriate President Obama for the crimes that he had committed against this country. No, he didn't do that. But he did in the 2016 primaries came out against President Trump. He's throwing his hat in the ring. To be a senator, but and I don't care the ugly comments that he made against President President Trump. I really don't I care about that. But what I care about is putting um, forth the people's right, agenda. The opposition the party, including the Republicans, did a good job of dragging their feet. Now we're into the midterm okay. times uh, year, and it's an excuse to not get anything done. And now here we've got another squishy rhino who you know wants to get a Senate seat to replace Orrin Hatch and do everything they can to stop the pe- people's agenda from getting passed. What 
what was Mitt Romney, what do I do take issue with in terms of Mitt Romney's criticisms of Trump, where he stood on the economy? He predicted, here's what he said. He said that the economy will go into a recession if President Trump's ec- ec- economic policies take into effect. Let me tell you where, where you're wrong, Mitt Romney. The Dow closed today at 24,922, a record high. I'm no math genius, but that ain't far off from 25,000, which would be an amazing historical record. 4% growth? That ain't a recession. In fact, Mitt Romney was one of many who said, you better sell it all off because the stock market's going to crash. Get out, get out, close out even your kids' education accounts. 171,000 manufacturing jobs. So I don't think Mitt Romney, not only did Mitt Romney not deserve to be president of the United States, Mitt Romney does not deserve to be a senator. That's my message to those in Utah. I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Katie Grimes. She's written an article that kind of got a lot of people heated and involving recreational pot here in California. A lot of people on both sides of the aisle pretty upset at her uh, with some of the comments that she made. So I don't know where you stand on that. I don't know if you're willing to admit it, where you stand on the, the recreational pot issue. But more of the Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888 AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Do give me a call. I see there's there's a couple of comments on Facebook. People, uh, yeah, I guess not necessarily agreeing with my comments about Steve Bannon. C.V. Burton is saying that, uh, that Bannon is saying that, that that book is fake news. Actually, he said that that the comment about Don Jr.'s meeting as being treasonous, he said that was, quote, taken out of context. He didn't say he didn't say it. He said it was taken out of context. So I think that's a little bit different. Um, I do think, and, but, and he also did not deny any of the other things that supposedly, allegedly he said. I don't know. Maybe he was, maybe he was on the recreational marijuana. Maybe he's been, maybe he's been in Colorado or in California. I don't know. Joining me now is Katie Grimes who, among other things, is a writer for politicalvanguard.com. And I saw, Katie, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. 
Hi, Andrea. Hi. I saw that you uh, your article about recreational pot got a lot of people smoking out the ears. On, yes, on your it certainly way. did. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. is that? Uh, this subject appears to be quite emotional for people who I think uh, like using it rather than actually looking at the facts. And so what I did is I've been studying Colorado and Washington State since they passed the uh, the one since they legalized recreational use of marijuana and the stats aren't good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, you know, majority of the DUI arrests involve marijuana. The youth consumption of marijuana has increased because young people say, oh, it's not, you know, it's not illegal now, so I guess I can use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet there are some very, very serious health issues uh, with young people using marijuana. <clears throat> a lot of uh, pot users don't like to acknowledge that it's a gateway drug, but it mm-hmm. is. Uh, have you ever met a drug addict that didn't start with pot? No, never. No. And I've yeah. also known people that were addicted to it. That's a fallacy. And and yeah, I've known I've known too. people that whose lives were destroyed by it. I've known people that yeah. that had accidents and all kinds of issues um, being under the impairment of it. Um, you know, I, you know. While my question is, you know, I'm not really sure why some people support. It. I mean, I I have a libertarian streak myself in in me. You know, I, I you know, I. I like the, I think the government needs to stay out of our lives. Um, but while we while we've got the people uh, we, while we've got the government telling us whether or not we should be able to buy a big gulp, the same people are telling us what kind whether or not we should be able to have trans fats in a cookie are are telling us that you know it, it should be okay you know to legalize pot without any any guidelines or any safeguards in place for driving. This is clearly a movement that most both sides seem to support. Uh, I see a lot of Republicans support. What's the big harm harm in it here? And I don't think we're going to ever roll this back. What? Why are we even? Is it even worth our time to even put any more focus on this? What can we do as conservatives? What's so interesting, Andrea, is the big fallacy is that uh, the, the thing that bugs me about the Republicans saying, you know, what's the big deal? Is um, you know the, the government did stick its nose in the business of. Uh, I'll say any recreational uh, drug or alcohol or any of that. And they've made it their business to outlaw certain things, regulate certain things. And now they're essentially deregulating something that they've been putting people in jail for. So there's your hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Um, All that aside, it is a drug and uh, it it is, you know, it's intoxicating and, Do we really, I mean, I've talked to a lot of people who are very, very concerned about being on the road with potheads Mm -hmm. when, you know, you've got Mothers Against Drunk Driving out there demanding that every city in the state holds, uh, puts up these uh, roadblocks to uh, test, you know, drunk drivers on their way home from parties. Where's the outrage about pot? These are the same people that hate tobacco. They hate cigarette smoke. Oh, secondhand cigarette smoke. But it's okay to light up a joint and smoke something that doesn't have a filter on it, apparently. Right. And, and you know, I guess I, I'm totally in agreement there. And I guess I'm wondering, you know, what is there anything that we can do? Or, or is this an issue that's, that's just gone for America? I mean, are we going to end up being, you know, um, what's that... Um, what's that country over there where everybody's smoking pot in every bar and everywhere? Amsterdam. And, and Amsterdam. I mean, it's like, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's where we're going. And I feel like, you know, I don't even know, you know, we've got so many issues going on as a state and as a nation. And it just feels as though we've just been so, I, I put I put the the show topic tonight for, are we all going to pot? You know, I hate to, I hate to throw up my yeah. hands and give up, but I almost feel like, you know, we're, we're going to pot at that metaphorical term is that it's just gone. You know, it, it well, the, the people in charge, Andrea, I think would like a, a, a drunk and stoned populace because the things that are going on in this state right now, um, frankly, we've got a legislature that's out of control and passing unconstitutional, frankly, illegal bills. We've got a governor who is a lawyer who's signing these illegal bills into law. And I think they'd prefer if we were all stoned and happy and waiting for our government checks. And that is what they are trying to turn us into with laws like this. These are the same people, Andrea, that are letting criminals out of prison. They call them low level, but they've, you know, decriminalized theft. They've decriminalized sex crimes. Uh, Just light up a joint and forget about it. Mm -hmm. Who cares? You know, I really think it all goes hand in hand.
Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're the only person I think who, that I've heard mention that this is part of an overall plan to, um, the, not just the dummy. It, it's it's part of it's one piece of the puzzle. It's about yes. dummying down a society and making us all stupid. They they've taken education out of the ed- education system. They've taken truth yeah. and facts out of the media. Um, they they're trying to con- liberalism is about control. And if they can oh, make it, it, and if they can control us, uh, control the message, and you control minds, control the mind by making us all dummy down and stupid and and and, mm-hmm. and I, i've never smoked pot before so i don't even know what the term is what is it with the um when I, you're loaded or high or wasted or whatever it is what happens yeah. to you when you're on pot you know i i do think that's it's all a part of it and little by little if you're wasted or if you're high or whatever you know you're you're more likely i guess to not care you know about what's what's going on i mean you know well, it's ex- exactly andrea these again these are the same the same legislators that have, you know, banned Happy Meals in San Francisco. They don't want you to eat trans fats. They don't want you to eat meat. They tell you what they want you to do, but suddenly it's okay. And that, that's all supposed to be for your health, right? But suddenly mm-hmm. it's okay to smoke pot. When you look at the backers of the, you know, legalization of marijuana uh, initiatives, as well as the uh, Prop 47 and Prop 57, which decriminalized a lot of crimes and let a lot of bad guys out of prison, it's the same money people. Mm-hmm. It's the same people, and they are really trying to control our governments. And, and we've yeah. got, a, as I said, a really corrupt legislature that just wants the money. So they'll take yeah. it. And I think the other part of the strategy, too, is it trying to appeal to young people. This is a, yes. this, it, it's always about power and control. And so yes. the, the, any carrot that they can dangle to expand their voting base is what they're going for. They would love to turn us all into Hawaii, where people just sit around on the beach and smoke pot all day long. And now, now the push is for universal income, which basically means paying people to sit around on the beach and smoke pot all day long. That's really <laughs> what right. the overall game plan is for. And then shove us yeah. all into, into centralized urban areas, take all of our cars away, control our thermostats, control what food we're allowed to eat, and if we do own a car, what kind of car it is. I mean, they yeah. are basically trying to turn us into, into uh, Amsterdam or Copenhagen. That is the long-term goal here. And I don't know um, if when we've got too much infighting going on in the Republican Party and Alex's story supposedly of banning coming out with this dopey book today bashing Trump. You know, meanwhile, the left is pushing all day, every day. There is no piece to the puzzle that they don't look to see that they can use to push their long, and they're always playing the long the long game on us. Yes, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, it, it, it really does all go together. And as I said, all you have to do is follow the money and you can see where this stuff is being pushed from. And I mean, here in California, we've got Tom Steyer, the, you know, the billionaire who's, mm-hmm. you know, he was fund- funding the resist Trump movement. He's been funding all this uh, clean air garbage. Well, he's one of the funders of all these uh, let people out of prison and, you know, legalized pot. Uh, Michael Bloomberg is another one. George Soros is another one. These are people um, who you're right. They would love to destabilize California. They'd love to destabilize a few other states in this country. Uh, mm-hmm. And we would no longer be the United States of America. Well, I think that this control can take over. Yeah, I think that this is the the I think that this is a critical final nail in the coffin of California. On top of it, now we have some new gun laws. We only got a couple yeah. minutes for the break, so I'm so I'm hoping you're going to stay with me over into the next one. But I wanted to kick off this conversation because there's a couple of really critical gun laws. Uh, everybody is talking about the legalization of marijuana as well as sanctuary uh, state status in California. But more concerning to me is the new gun laws. Uh, tell yeah. everybody what the new one is with ammunition because they know that they can't come and take 300 guns out of our home. So what's the next best thing? Coming after ammunition, correct? Exactly, yes. The state is trying to license anyone that sells ammunition and in order to control it, restrict it, uh, limit it, and, and frankly, just make it impossible to get. Yeah. And, you know, I and, and I'm flashing right now. I'm thinking about the revolution that they're trying to take place for the second time in Iran. You know what? It's really hard to wage a revolution when you've got sporks from KFC or, you know, a butter knife from your drawer. Yeah. Right. And that's all yeah. right. And that's ultimately yeah. what it's about. You know, I don't know. You know, they're, you know, the, the American people, we say we want to help the citizens of Iran, but uh, without military. But, but how do how do you effectively uh 
take back over control of your government. And that's, again, that's the long game that the left is trying to use uh, uh, against this country. It's not about taking care of America. It's not about, um, they want to say that it's about saving lives. You know, uh, oh, common sense gun control. You know, no, it's not about that. When we had recently, we had some... Uh, the hurricanes, and I think it was a, I think it was a, a mayor in one of the U.S. Virgin Islands who went around confiscating guns. They threatened to do it after Katrina. They are always looking for an excuse to take our guns. Another law that was passed in California has to do with. Um, guns banned at schools. It eliminates, there was a previous policy mm-hmm. that gave school administrators the ability to decide whether or not campus employees with already with permits were allowed to, to bring firearms. Now there's no firearms a- at all. So after we have Sandy Hook, after we have children slaughtered in schools, just in not just in Sandy Hook but others, what does it what does the left do? Decide to fit, solve the problem by continuing to have schools be gun free? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's not a good plan. No, it's not a good plan. And you know, but but this is the kind of slow creep that the left is doing on us here. They're dummying down the citizens and doping down the citizens with pot yeah. while they're taking our guns away from us. Somebody said on Facebook, "I'm not going to um uh, you know, pot uh, guns for pot." Yeah, maybe that's going to be the next the, the next uh, gun trade. You know, they were they good were Lord. Well, here in in San Diego, you know, they were um you could go and trade your gun for a Walmart gift card which, by the way, was paid for by taxpayers, which annoys me. I guess now yeah. they're going to say, you know, come bring your gun in and we'll give you pot. Um, <laughs> right. We're going to take a break and we come back and we're going to follow up on the sanctuary uh, state law because the head of ICE actually had some interesting comments that I think people, I don't know if everybody's heard this story. So we're going to play what he had to say and get Katie Grimes's response to that on the other side of the break. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Nothing is more important in today's technological world than a good education. So if you're a parent or a grandparent, the best thing you can do for your child or grandchild is give them a head start and invest in their education. So before you automatically place your child or grandchild back into a public school setting, I urge you to consider taking advantage of AM 1170 The Answer's half-price tuition program and give your child an outstanding education at a top private school for half price. From preschool to high school, new students only, half off for the 2018 2019 school year. Just log on to am1170theanswer.com for the complete list of schools in your area. Choose the best school for your family, then listen Tuesday, February 6th at 3 p.m. for the phone number to call. The entire half-price tuition goes in your credit card, and then your child or grandchild is enrolled for half price. Listen Tuesday, February 6th at 3 p.m. for that important phone number. Visit am1170theanswer.com for details and complete list of schools. That's am1170theanswer.com. Hi, folks. It's Jim Peterson of Solar for America by Peterson Dean. Look, I want to talk today about good, and I want to talk about great, and what the difference is. There's a big difference between good, which is what our competitors are, and great, which is what Solar for America by Peterson Dean is. Great. We don't settle for good. Great. We have great products, great people, great services, great prices, great warranties. Nothing we do is good enough. It has to be great. Like you to give me a call if you need a new roof solar power system, a new fence mended or built, or backup battery for your home. The number is 888-981-7563. That's 888-981-7563. Look, it's not good enough at Solar for America by Peterson. It has to be great for our customers. 888-981-7563. 888-981-7563. Solar for America by Peterson Dean. CSLB 468-117. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. 
Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it, trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free, no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. I just got to point out as I'm sitting in the studio, there's some amazing hard-hitting reportage going on with a local news outlet here. AJ Croce is performing at the Belly Up Tavern tonight. Oh my gosh. You know, so much happening in the world. I mean, our, you know, the left is trying to take our guns away from us. We've got people smoking pot while they're riding down the road in, in, in California. And that's that's the hard-hitting news. The Jim Croce's kids playing the piano tonight. So are you kidding me? Anyway, uh, got to say hi to somebody who's calling in all the way from down under. I got to pull I got to pull up my Australian accent. Good day, mate. Yeah, good day, Andrew. How are you, mate? I'm good. How are you? Hey, I got. Are you the same bride who call, called in one time when I was filling in for Joe? Yeah, yeah, I am. Well, how are you? How, I, you have never called, uh, been on my show before. How did you find me, my friend? Uh, I've I've got a lot of contacts in America, and a lot of people tell me which which things to look at because um, I just follow all the news mm-hmm. um, and what goes on in America because. At the end of the day, you know, if we can't make America great again, the rest of the world is going to be in a very bad place. Well, I am so thankful that there's friends of ours around the world who appreciate America and our greatness and haven't bought into this anti-American sentiment that has been fed by from many in America that were that denying the truth that America has been the greatest force for good since this country's inception. We have provided more by way of security. Um, Food, money, we're the first to arrive anytime uh, there's any need for any 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 assistance in the world. One time I was interviewing Major General Bob Scales, and he said it so beautifully. He said, anytime since America began, anytime there's been strife in the world, the solution began with an American uh, military personnel walking the streets to keep them safe. And it brought a tear to my eye. And, you know, we we are on the way back to greatness. We are uh, back with 4% growth. We're almost at another record high in the stock market. Um, and, and I have to give President Trump a lot of credit for that, even though he hasn't fulfilled all of his promises. But I think we're on the way back to greatness, Brett, and I thank you so much for calling in and for loving our country. Oh, look, my, look, my pleasure. And, and look, President Trump, Uncle Donald, he's, he's going to get things done, but he's, he's still clearing out your swamp. There are so many dirty Democrats that are still in places of power. Mm-hmm. You've got so many... You've got so many libtard judges that are giving out soft sentences. <laughs> right. And and I'm sorry but 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 Brown, Governor Brown is a traitor to America. He is a traitor to America. Thank you, Brad. In fact that is the perfect tee up uh, to and I've still got Katie Grimes with me, and that's the perfect tee up to uh, this next segment here because these politicians, whether it's Governor Brown or whether it's local mayors or city officials who are not honoring the law of the land, we have a rule of law in this country, and if they're not honoring the rule of law, they should be arrested. Uh, there, it, California has passed a law here to be a sanctuary state that does not follow the U.S. Constitution, and um, and in response. Response to this new law of sanctuary state. Actually, the head of ISIS himself had a quote. I see DJ Carrot Sticks answering the phone over there, but but Todd, if you can play that clip from the head of ICE. Okay, thanks, Susan. DJ Carrot Stick. What what happened? Tee it up for me, baby. Oh shit, that's what happened. I think we charge some of these sanctuary cities with violating federal law. I think if they knowingly harbor and shield a known illegal alien, a public safety threat in a, in a jail won't give us access to but that alien. But they are, Director, right? In a lot of cases, they're doing just that. Then what do you do if they're tr- protecting or there's a shield of protection around such individuals? How do you force the point? 
we got to work with the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice needs to do a couple of things. Number one, they need to they need to file charges against the sanctuary cities. Number two, they need to hold back their funding. Another thing they need to do, they need to hold these, these politicians personally accountable. I mean, more citizens are going to die because of these policies, and these politicians mm -hmm. can't make these decisions and be held unaccountable uh, for people uh, dying. I mean, we, we need to hold these politicians accountable for their actions. Does the president share your views, sir? Absolutely, he does. And he's you know, told you that? The president is totally against sanctuary cities. He knows, as well as I do, that people are dying. People are being victimized by illegal aliens in this country. And there's certain sanctuary cities that don't want to cooperate with us. Look, this is about the American public. This is about the U.S. Mm -hmm. citizens are vi being victimized by some of these criminal, uh, criminal illegal aliens. We got to hold sanctuary cities responsible. This is going to continue. The, the crime rate in California is going to increase. If you just Google recidivism rates, uh, at least 50% of these criminal aliens being released back into the public will reoffend the first year. 75% will reoffend within five years. This is a victimization of the American community. This isn't the America I grew up in. We got to mm -hmm. take these sanctuary cities on. We got to take them to court and we got to start charging some of these politicians with crimes. Yes. Yes, I want to see some perp walks done. Joining me and still with me on the show is Katie Grimes. She is author of the new book, California's War Against Donald Trump. I would add to that, Miss Katie Grimes, that that basically also means California's war against the American people. One of the most egregious lies that the left wants to tell us is that sanctuary cities make us and sanctuary states make us safer, correct? Oh, that, that one makes me insane. It is such a lie. The spike in crime, particularly that we're seeing in California, started in our sanctuary cities, which are lawless to begin with. The very idea of a sanctuary city, which allows illegal aliens to reside, uh, ha they have the more, most crime. And I'm sick of the left pushing that big lie. Well, yeah, especially since it's, it, it's, I started to say, especially since it's so obvious what a lie it is, since Kate Steinle was murdered on the streets, since we have yeah. thousands of Americans raped, molested. We had a child here in San Diego, I haven't gotten a follow-up on him, who, an illegal, was deported and sent back 15 times in a, yeah. in, in a head-on collision, left a, left a boy in, in suffering brain injuries and was in the ICU. You know, we see these, the victims uh, of Americans, but maybe, maybe, Maybe these the the left that buys into that are so doped up on the on the marijuana that they were smoking before it got legalized anyway. Let's be honest. Then maybe that's why yeah. they don't care. You know those signs that were posted by I don't know if it was my boy Sabo who did it. Those those signs that were posted <laughs> yesterday. Welcome to California. Um, you know it, the the right on point on those signs was that it's about Democrat votes. That's why they do it, and they're lying to the yes. American people. Yes, absolutely. And you know, look at. We know human nature. Where there is no law enforcement, you see more of the bad behavior, whether it's, you know, blowing through stop signs and stop signals or, uh, you know, frankly, walking your dog off leash, ignoring leash laws. It doesn't matter if there's no enforcement, we get more of the bad behavior. And that's what we're seeing in these sanctuary cities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it, with the, it, and it's... Um, Again, you know, we the only way to combat this is if we actually have enforcement of the law. We need yeah. to not just have threats. You know, when when the people were chanting during um, President Trump's during the during, during the general election, lock her up, drain the swamp. That wasn't meaningless. The American people no. are happy with a lot of the economic revival going on in the country and the new jobs and they're happy and, and they're happy about a lot of the advancements that Trump has made. But people are starting to get restless with the outright flouting of the law, not just by uh, corrupt officials like Hillary Clinton and the bigs in Washington that get to do whatever they want to do. They go to Washington, you know, with some little low level associate attorney from somewhere. And by the time it's over, they got two hundred million dollars in the bank because they've been lying yeah. in their pockets and committing crimes against the American people. It's not just them. It's also these local officials that are getting away literally with murder and rape and all kinds of crimes against the American people and nothing's being done. And we need to be pushing back to make sure that the rule of law gets enforced. Coming up is going to be a fight over DACA. Um, and, you know, I, and, and I'm, I'm hearing some rumblings that President Trump is saying, well, we got to be kind here. Da, 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 da. You know, I think first and foremost, I don't want to hear about any amnesty to anybody until we start seeing the rule of law to be upheld. And that means I want to see uh, illegals deported. I want to see a wall being built. And I want to see some perp walks of any officials that aren't following the law. What say you on the DACA situation? 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we can't we can't even talk DACA until that wall is under construction. Mm-hmm. Um, because without it, there is no enforcement. You've got to have border enforcement, and the wall is a big part of it. Yeah. Um, as far as Don, as far as President Trump kind of soft selling amnesty or d- the DACA thing, I think he's just trying to calm everybody down. But uh, I do not expect that there will be amnesty without that wall because that wall meant everything to him during the election. Yeah, there is no there's not going to be any successes in the midterm election or certainly in 2020 if that signature piece uh, does not get fulfilled or at least the the beginnings of the wall, because the message to the Republican Party should have been you fulfill your promises or you're you're absolutely out of here. Katie Grimes, how can people get your book? Uh, it's available on Amazon, and it's called California's War Against Donald Trump, Who Wins, Who Loses. And it is only 126 pages, but we have 745 endnotes in it, so it is very, very well documented. Well, I'm hoping you're going to come back, and we'll, we'll start tackling that list. You bet. Thank right. you so much, Andrea. Thanks for being here. Um, Got to go to the phones because some, some callers are backing up here. Um, looks like Susan from New York is online, too. I hope I know who this Susan is. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hey, is this my girl, Hi. Susan? Oh, Happy New Year. Hugs and kisses to Oh, happy new year to you. I think the last time I had Susan on the line, the line, I think the last time I had her on the line was when uh, there was Hurricane Sandy, I think it was, and it knocked out, um, uh, what's that island? Staten Island. And I think her husband, Joe, my buddy Joe, we couldn't get a hold of him for three days and I was in a complete panic. So glad to hear from Susan. Um, looks like there's an Adam on line three wanting to talk about cannabis. I'm going up against a break. Hey, Adam, you there? Right here. All right. Now, is this Adam Sostrin, my liberal friend? It's the Adam Sostrin. <laughs> okay. Now I've got I've got one minute to go to break. Now, are uh, you uh, you you last night during last night's show? I saw that you posted a comment. When are we going to talk about pot? Okay. Well, we're talking about pot tonight. In the insanity of the left, it is clear that y'all just want to dope up every citizen in California as much as you can, so that we won't care about how you're running the state off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, that, that must be it. Well, I mean, do you have have anything else you want to add to that? Well, I mean, Andrea, I mean, this is something that's been going on since 1996. We had the uh, Compassionate Use Act. Well, actually, you could say it's been going on since Richard Nixon in 1970 when he put marijuana, cannabis, as one of the uh, as a Schedule One controlled substance, saying it's worse than methamphetamine and cocaine. I mean, it's insane. So uh, there's there's no. Uh, there's no reason why we should, you know, have alcohol and, a, you know, you know, and, and all the problems that that entails and not allow something like cannabis. OK, let me interrupt. OK, so alcohol abuse, which is a leading cause of domestic abuse and deaths in this country is a problem. So, you know what, since that's a problem, let's just add another one. What a great idea, Adam. Well, I think I think the idea is people should be allowed to uh, make I have a problem with, you know, the state. You know, state control and state outlawing all kinds of uh, uh, crimes that you made that, that, you know, that you do that of your own personal choice. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with a lot of uh, the state saying what I can and what I, you know, what I cannot do. Uh, and the fact of the but matter the, but is... But excuse me for interrupting. But so then you should be a conservative because that's what, what the left is all about. They're all about telling us how si- how large of a size of a soda we ought to be able to drink, whether what kind of fat I'm able to consume in my food. I got to tell you, I'm from well, the South. Don't get between me and something fried, okay? Because well, I, I well, if I want to deep, if I want to batter dip my shoe and deep fried and eat it, I should be allowed to. Y'all are all about well, trying to tell us well, how we should live our lives. You know what? I mean, there's so much hypocrisy with that, you know, with respect to the right, you know, they, they all want to be, you know, in the bedrooms and controlling, you know, the decisions that people no, make. We I, I, no, we don't. No, we don't. But if I, but if I got to, if I got to pay for it, if I got to pay for your birth control, Sandra Fluck, if I got to pay for your abortion, don't tell me to stay out of your uterus and then expect me to pay for what's going on in it. <laughs> this isn't a, this isn't a, a, a left or a right issue. There's plenty of Republicans that use cannabis. There's plenty of Democrats that use cannabis. There's plenty of Republicans that support the legalization of it. Uh, there's p- plenty of Democrats that support the legalization of it. Right. It's clear that many Republicans see it as the, the same way that I'm seeing it, 
that, you know, why is it, why should the state, you know, in another area exercise all this control when in fact, you know, cannabis might be a good thing as far as, you know, getting some tax dollars to actually pay for some stuff. Well, I got it. I got it. I'm really over on a break here. Thank you for calling. I have to say that I have a libertarian streak in me. I don't like being told what I should consume or what I shouldn't. Uh, The difference is, is if, if I overeat, you know, too, too much, you know, fried chicken, you know, I'm not likely to get behind the wheel and kill somebody as a result of it. Um, And I just think it's a really bad idea in this country to encourage inebriation. Nothing good can, just like your parents told you, nothing good can comes, comes about after midnight. Nothing good comes from a society in which we encourage people to alter their brains and inebriate themselves. Adam Sostrin, thank you so much for calling in. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to wrap up the show. I've got my land yap section, as we call it in New Orleans. That means a little something extra. And uh, then, but I'm also going to maybe have a, have a few moments to take some more calls. 888-344-1170. It's the Andrea K Show. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers, talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for people to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. To participate, you must call 619-822-2686. If you or a loved one is having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you are needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first ever natural sounding new technology right in the My Hearing Center's office. Try before you buy what a great concept exclusively at My Hearing Centers. Call and book your free hearing evaluation and free trial in one of their many convenient locations with absolutely no fee or commitment. Don't wait. Call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. I've only got like four minutes left. So this is like the lightning round, the speed round. I got, I'm got. i going to take one more call. Looks like I got Steve from Illinois calling in. And he wants to talk about immigration. Steve, go. 
Okay. What we've got is, is we've got Congress has the power, uh, starting with federal judges. Um, it's on Article 3, Section 1. Judges, Federal judges can only uh, retain their office in good behavior. Federalist Papers 81, Paragraph 8 says that if a federal judge is not in good behavior, they can be impeached. The federal government has been granted the specific power of immigration, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4. Mm-hmm. which means that the states are obligated to uphold the delegated power of immigration. So these sanctuary cities are totally unconstitutional. Steve, thank you so much for calling in. What an amazing call and fact check. And, and, and I'm flashing now because I think that was probably what President Obama was whispering in Jan Brewer's ear when he, after he got off the uh, Air Force One and gave her the hairy eyeball and saying that she needed to be going along with what he wanted to be happening with immigration because he was saying it was his purview and what he wanted to happen with federal... Uh, uh, federal law uh, was what was going to happen. Of course, he wasn't following federal law in the Constitution, and there were some lower courts uh, that called him out on that. Thank you so much for calling in. I've only got a few minutes left, so now's the time for me to go to a little what I call land or what we call land yap in New Orleans. The Times Picayune has a section called land yap, and that just means just kind of a bunch of irrelevant, just extra stuff thrown in. Um, you know, um, it's a uh, freezing cold chilly 50 something degrees in San Diego um, but there is something called the bomb cyclone about to hit the east coast uh, the cyclogenesis coldest temps in a hundred years it's winter storm Grayson this is no joke this is like it's going to be like six degrees it's going to be freezing in places like Atlanta and North Florida that never see cold weather and you know what uh, a lot of people are making jokes about how the the global warming had to be changed to climate change because they're still trying to blame stuff on global warming. I've got to tell you, this storm is no joke. And I'm going to keep in prayers for all y'all out there in the line of fire for this. I'm actually going to be making a trip to New York City at the end of the month. And I'm hoping I got enough warm weather clothes. I'm hoping it's gone by the time I get there. Here's a little bit of good news um, I want to tell y'all about uh, coming out of uh, Ohio, actually, you know, I'm not a fan of John Kasich, but he actually signed into law the Down Syndrome Non-Discrimination Act uh, into law Friday, and it prohibits a person pr- from performing, inducing, or, or attempting to perform or induce an abortion strictly for the purposes of um, because the child has Down Syndrome. And this is an absolutely amazing, it got it has gotten no press from what I can tell, and it is a victory for life. It is a victory for children, and we should be applauding. I, I'm an equal opportunity criticizer, but I give credit where credit's due. Hat tip to John Kasich for caring about, the left loves to say they care about the most vulnerable among us, and absolutely, but they don't. This is the this is the most vulnerable among us. Those with potential handicaps being murdered just because of who they are. So hat tip to John Kasich. Thank you so much uh, for doing that um, for babies. And thank you all for being here. Thank you to my amazing guest, Katie Grimes. Thank you to all my callers. Thank you to everybody who watched on Facebook. I'm going to be right here, 6 p.m. tomorrow night, live, taking your calls. And you can listen. Uh, that's it. <laughs>